0: his um, uh, naughty bits as a launch pad. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is really funny for me. <clears throat> Hi. You've reached the Chaise Lounge. This is Cricket and Tom. Welcome back f- for another week. Hopefully you'll recover by the time we get to go in here because... <laughs> I hope
1: so. <laughs> Fucking asshole.
0: <laughs> Once you drink some wine, you'll be okay.
2: I am, don't touch
1: me.
0: <laughs> oh, gosh. I... This is going to be one of those podcasts where I hope that we end up on some rabbit trails. because
2: That's i good wine. It's not a good. good one.
0: We'll go get you some good That's wine. wine. <clears throat> I hope that we end up with some good rabbit trails because Ugh. I don't have anything but politics to talk about today. And I really don't want to spend an hour talking about politics. I just, you know, there's so much going on in the world and most of it sucks. And I want to talk about nice stuff. But we are going to talk about some politics here.
1: Oh, we're gonna stay away from politics this
0: time. Well, all I can find that is interesting right now is all politics, and so that's kind of what I'm. Okay,
1: let's cover politics real quick. Trump sucks. Bobert sucks. Green sucks. They're all they're all shitty. Well,
0: well, well, they are. But CPAC is going on right now, so I feel like we should, you know, have a little bit of time talking about it because, you know, they're 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 getting up in front of their little fans.
1: And they got this room massive room full of chairs and 90% of the chairs are empty
0: are they really there nobody's one, there
1: they saw one a Trump and when he was up there talking like the whole back section was completely empty <laughs> and when some other lady was up there when she was oh and Don Jr. was up there yeah maybe 30 people
0: oh sweet
1: and there's some other there's some other lady that was in there and they're like her tens of fans maybe 15 to 20 people
0: that may have been Kimberly Guilfoyle. That's uh, what? that's Don Jr.'s latest trick. Damn, get up again. Would you stop, God? We're well, trying to get this thing it going. I was ready. Well, <laughs> I'm so sorry, listeners. That you know that's inappropriate. Don't do that. <laughs> okay. Um, you I did. I did look, and I wish I hadn't looked because you were waving something at me that I don't want to see right now.
1: You always want to see me waving my booty at you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I do like seeing that but that booty. You got that pitcher's booty.
1: Old oh, man, saggy butt.
0: <laughs> Well, oh, no, 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 You don't have the saggy butt like that one dude had the saggy butt. So we were at no, Walmart. That dude
1: did not have a saggy butt. That so, dude had no ass. We no. were at
0: Walmart and we were standing behind this couple and it was so cute because they were like holding each other and you know, they were probably in their 40s, 50s, whatever. Touchy feely. No, they were like late 30s, early 40s. Yeah, so it. they were touchy feely and it was real cute because he had his arm around her and she had his arm around him and da 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 da. And then she reaches down to like, Pat him on the ass or like grab his ass or something, and then just grab like a handful of jeans because there was nothing there for her to grab.
1: Well, remember, she put her hand on his small of her back, and when she went down to his butt, it was like just a straight line, <laughs> and her hand just kind of like just fell off. There was nothing there.
0: It was so funny. And now, anytime that I that I that I pat Thomas on the butt, he always reminds me of that. At least he's got a butt to, to tap. Well, <laughs> Oh gosh. Um what are we talking about tonight? I mean, I don't seriously. Don't this is this is Saturday, the stuff, March you? the fourth. We're releasing the we're gonna go ahead and release it tonight probably. Now, I'm not I'm not promising anything, but we might be doing two podcasts this
1: week. If I can get around to watching another movie.
0: Yeah, so I watched Thanksgiving
1: Which this was week. A movie that was suggested to us
0: yeah it was a movie that was suggested to us and i watched it and i'm not going to give a rating on it right now because i don't think that would be right because i don't want to rate it without tom seeing it first so um i will tell you it was not as much fun to watch as velocipastor
1: that's why i don't even want to watch it i'm gonna watch something that's gonna be fun to watch at least well we're the only reason i watched that at all because because my buddy Cartmore told me, he said, hey, uh, Nick, the opening scene is nothing but a big tit.
0: And it was, like, the first, the first that, like, scene. Credits,
1: opening credits stop. It is zoomed in on a woman's tit. And the next thing you know, she's running through the woods.
0: With her tits out. With her tits out,
1: running from a killer turkey.
0: Wearing a spirit Halloween pilgrim costume with her tits out.
1: No, that looks like a, one of those rubber duck things you get that squeak that they just painted to look like a turkey.
0: No, I'm talking about the costume she's wearing. Oh, the costume she's it's wearing. It's a spirit yeah, Halloween costume. It was,
1: a costume. Yeah. It was a horrible.
0: Yeah, it, it I mean, it was. All, and it was. It wasn't like fun. Horrible. It was. It was just a horrible movie. Um, hey,
1: she did some nice big old boobs. Though. She did have some nice Dog, boobs. I'm not petting you. You tried to take my nuts off. Get away from me.
0: <laughs> but um, so we're either going to watch Thanks Killing and rate it possibly tomorrow. Or we're gonna watch *Lamageddon*, which is the one we wanted to watch to begin with. So I'm not sure which one we're doing, but there's there's like a fifty fifty shot that we're doing that tomorrow.
1: We're doing one of them, just not sure which one. Yeah, we're definitely yeah. gonna do one, just not sure which movie.
0: Absolutely. Um, <coughs> well, my, all of my like, I have a page of notes to talk about tonight, and like all of its politics. Like, what the only do you? Thing have? I do is
1: I work, and when I'm not at work, I'm watching TikTok stuff. Yeah. And we talked about the new the flash trend. Last week.
0: Yeah, with 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 women showing interesting ways of showing
1: their... Reflections or something other their boobs real quick. Other their boobs, yeah. Oh, they've added to it now. Okay. we got women showing a little butt. Oh, okay. That's not as bad. Right. I all
0: might right. could get in on that trend. Yeah. I, I don't think I can get on the booby trend. Nobody wants to see them around my waist.
1: Well, you know, it's, it's not bad. And I was looking at stuff while I go, and you see these guys in this boat. And, uh... They're obviously in the river because the water's real murky looking. Mm -hmm. And you see this. This looks like about a six foot alligator. Mm -hmm. Nothing major. Six, seven foot alligator. And it's like not too far from their boat. Mm -hmm. Right. And they're throwing stuff, trying to entice it closer. The next thing you know, out of the corner of the camera. And this should be titled Crazy Shit White People Do. Uh Uh-huh. Goes diving into the water on top of the alligator. I'm like, well, you're a dumbass.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: yeah you're if a dumbass. You miss, you're screwed.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, they they found an alligator um, in one of the Florida, like the lakes in Florida, and its mouth had been taped up, and then they, they taped it up and released it like that.
1: Oh, that's fucked up.
0: Yeah, and it had been taped up for several weeks because people had seen this alligator around and it had a taped up mouth, and alligators can go a long time without having to eat. But that's, I mean, you that's, that's a death that's a death sentence for that for that alligator. You if know, you want to
1: and, do something like that. Just just shoot, shoot it.
0: it. Yeah, just get rid of it. Don't don't make it suffer to death. Hope
1: they find out who did that shit.
0: Yeah, no kidding. But I but they caught it, um, they caught it. Uh, I, I I'm pretty sure, um, they caught it and they they released it and you know fixed it and, and everything. Good.
1: So, um, and that one guy that the, the black guy that did that uh, video on TikTok, he was like, I'm gonna tell you, Sure fire away. works To find out If there's alligators In that water He was down in Florida Yeah He goes I'm gonna tell you This is what you're gonna do You gotta You gotta walk up to the water Nice and slow You know You you get down And you reach your hands In that water And you get you Some water in your hand And you raise your hands up And you let that water out And you look at your hands If they're wet There's a fucking alligator In there somewhere (laughs)
0: And he's right, too. (laughs) You go to Florida, there is a gator in that water. I I don't care. You know what,
1: dude? (laughs) You've got it figured out, man. (laughs) You have got it figured out. You know
0: what? Hi, Parker. Thanks to global warming, they are finding alligators further and further north. They found one in, like, uh, like Michigan not that long ago. Freaking Michigan found an alligator in a lake.
1: Wasn't that Lake Placid?
0: I don't think Lake Placid was in Michigan.
1: It was somewhere up north.
0: But I don't think it was Michigan. Um,
1: anyway.
0: But yeah, they're not supposed to be that far north because they can't handle the, the cold. But um, apparently the heat was enough over the summer for the damn thing to migrate up there.
2: Hmm.
0: So you can thank global warming for these freaking death logs. This <laughs> is what they are. They're death logs. Okay, so I somebody... You know how we always talk about... How Australia is just basically where God put everything to kill you? Yeah. You know, because they've got, like, like, spiders and they've got just badgers and just crazy things that'll just, like, come out of nowhere and just kill you. Because Australia... will kill you. Yeah, because, like, everything will kill you. And then somebody pointed out, somebody from Australia pointed out, yeah, but you guys in America, you've got, like, wolverines... And panthers that just roam the streets. You've got bears. bears. You've got alligators. You've got all of this shit that will come out of nowhere and you're encroaching on its territory so it makes it mad and then it comes after you. You've got bears that show up in people's houses. He's like, we don't have that down here. Our animals stay away. <laughs> but y'all's just coming to the house. Deer. You can get killed by a deer. If you're not careful. Yeah. They'll go after you, you know? So, yeah, it seems a little crazy that, you know, Australia is like the, murder, the animal murder capital of the world or whatever, but America's like a pretty close second for having dangerous animals on the ground.
1: pretty sure we got just as many as they do.
0: I, I, think, I think we've been raised around them so much that they're just normalized. We just don't think of them that way. Like, it's just normal to have an alligator in your pond, but you don't think about the fact that that's a prehistoric dinosaur that will eat your face. Yeah. If given half a chance,
1: like that one, Bubba had in his pond. <laughs> he was
0: feeding the damn thing like it was a pet. Love Bubba to death, but that's the dumbest thing he ever did. The he, he, did you you remember that video he showed us of the thing chasing him because yeah. he would take he would take like a like a rotisserie chicken down there to it or, or like a like an a whole uncooked whole chicken. uncooked chicken, and he would throw that chicken out there. Well, that alligator got used to seeing him come down there, so when, when it saw him, he, it would come up out of the water after him, so it could get, eat the chicken. And it started chasing him one day, and it wouldn't stop chasing him. And he, like, ran away.
1: <laughs> I mean, it was only about a four or five foot gator. It wasn't nothing major. You
0: make some damn shoes out of that bad boy, is what I'm saying.
1: Couldn't even make a belt long enough to go around <laughs> me. <laughs> we, we
0: went to the gym today. We got our butts kicked at the gym.
1: Oh, my gosh. I hate these stupid drop set shit, man.
0: Oh, drop shit. Drop sets suck. So, I to tell them what a drop set is, just in case they don't know.
1: Well, I mean, like you, like a lot of stuff, you do like your three sets of 15 or your four sets of 15. But say you're doing a, a dumbbell curl or a, a... What's the curl that you just go straight up? That's a hammer curl. Hammer curls. You know, if you do a drop set on that, you may do a 25-pound weight in each hand for 15. But then you immediately put those down and go get you a 15-pound weight and do 15 more.
0: Uh-huh. And that's one set.
1: That's one set. Drop so sets can suck a nut.
0: Yeah. And we did we did a lot of drop sets today. Yeah. That was... Whew. We did hammer curls that were drop sets. We did bicep curls that were drop sets. We did... Oh, oh the band where you pull the band. Yeah. Um. For, for your... Because uh, it, it was a... Face pull. It was a face pull with the band, and then you turned it into a bicep pull with bicep the band, curl. a yeah. bicep curl, and that was a drop set, and it was fifteen each. And that was, whew,
1: I was tired after that one. Of course, I told him, I <laughs> tell the guys like, you know, I've seen too many videos of people using these bands and they breaking, <laughs> and I'm pulling this thing right toward my face. <laughs> this sucker pops, and I hit the ground. I'm done for the day.
0: <laughs> it did not pop, though. It was okay. But he put you on the heavy duty one cuz you can handle you can handle more weight than I could. Yeah. And then I and I I'm going to I'm not supposed to go to the gym tomorrow cuz tomorrow's supposed to be a rest day, but I think I'm going to go anyway. Cuz I don't think I pushed myself hard enough on leg day, so I think I'm going to do leg day again tomorrow.
1: Well, if you do leg day tomorrow, I may just go with you. But I'm just going to do cardio.
0: That's fine. But I I definitely I need do to go. At least
1: one cardio day a week
0: yeah well some of what we do if if you look at the sets that he's got us do some of the sets that he has us do are cardio like you'll do instead of the nine exercises that you do with a, with a warm-up and a cool down you know he'll do uh six exercises and then t- the last 20 minutes of your workout is cardio I-, I like this trainer because he mixes weight training and cardio and the I know, way i was talking taught, cardio,
1: I'm talking about like i'm gonna go get on a bike on a Stairmaster or elliptical or treadmill, or something like that. Uh-huh. Just to, I where I know I'm going to work up a hell of a good sweat before I leave. Yeah. You know. Yeah. No. That I That way, I, gotcha. I can really make sure your car stinks really good.
0: No, we'll be taking. Oh, we we'll be taking cars. your
2: truck.
1: Okay, but what kind of stuff do I need to get to clean the seat in my truck? Because I noticed that my passenger seat, uh-huh. I couldn't figure out why it was so fucking dirty. Nobody ever sits there. Uh-huh. Then I realized it is from my bag from work, uh-huh. because my bag at work sits in the floorboard of the truck, and it gets you know sometimes I get my feet wet and get in there and the dirt and everything, because in the bottom of that bag is filthy. It's gross. But I've been sitting it in my seat, so I started sitting on the floorboard instead of the seat. <clears throat> but I've sat in the seat enough times in the seat for really it
0: So we can get a rug doctor. It's got an attachment that we can that we you can know, clean it out. We rent over. a
1: rug doctor for that.
0: Um, we can take it up to... Is there like
1: to... an upholstery cleaner? I can get like that, maybe a brush or something that yeah. I can do? Okay.
0: Yeah. And, and if if you want to, um, yeah, we actually have sack, buddy. we actually have an upholstery cleaner at work that I might see if they might let me borrow.
1: Okay. Because i got to get that clean. Hey, it stop gross. it,
0: dog. Stop it. He just Quit.
1: wants love. I
0: don't, I don't, I'm not ready to love him right now. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not here. ready to love you.
1: It's always a good time. I'm emotionally time closed you. off Come right here. now. Yeah, it's always a good time. <laughs>
0: Get down, you jealous fart. Quit. It's okay. You are whipping the dogs up. Stop it.
1: Mama don't love you, but Daddy does. I didn't say I
0: didn't love him. I said I can't love him right now.
2: That's the same thing. No,
0: it's not. Same thing. No.
2: It's the same thing.
1: But (laughs) you. No. (sighs) So now that you're done being mean to the dogs, what else?
0: Well, I need to turn the game up on your mic because you're like mine.
1: Sorry. No. That was way too loud. (laughs) Is this better?
2: We could do some ASMR. <laughs> Alright. All right, all right, all right.
0: <laughs> um. <laughs> going back to CPAC. What we if anybody
1: were, needs a woman, I'll sell her cheap.
0: I thought you were trying to give me away.
1: Well, I might as well try to make some money off of you.
0: It wouldn't be much, though. No, they'd old. probably
1: end up sending you back and make me pay extra. Do
0: not watch TikTok while we're on this podcast. I'm
1: just, just talk. Don't, oh
0: What are you, stop that. Oh. He's watching R-rated TikToks over it here. It is
1: not R-rated.
0: That's at least PG-13. That's PG-13. They're smacking each other but, other's butts. And they're wearing thongs.
1: Well, the only reason there's, you know why they're, smack, they're smacking each other's butts?
0: Because their butts are there?
1: Nope. Why? Because I'm not there to smack them for them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you better be glad I like you.
1: I know it I am
0: <laughs> Um. So the Justice Department Has said that Trump personally Can be sued For the January 6th riot For the injuries That happened on the January 6th I saw that Yeah
1: But you know like, i like I don't even I don't Pardon me, I don't fucking care no more I really don't
0: Nothing's gonna happen to Nothing. Not a
1: damn thing Is gonna happen To that piece the, of shit
0: The only person That has gotten justice For what happened On January the 6th Was Ashley Babbitt who got shot in the fucking neck and died. That is the only person that has gotten justice from that. I'm sorry I said it. This is going to come back to haunt me when I run for office later. They're going to pull up this podcast and be like, did you say that she deserved to be dead? Yes, yes, I I did. did. Yes, I absolutely 100% did. She is a terrorist.
1: What what did they say? Uh, uh, Oh, they should should have just listened.
0: She should have obeyed. She She should should have have complied.
1: Complied with the orders. With
0: the orders given to her by the officer. Um, She brought it on herself. Um, why didn't she just comply and stop resisting?
1: But what makes her different than the other people that get shot by the cops for not complying, quote unquote, is because she's white.
0: It's because she's white. Yep. Because if you're white, you can get away with anything in this country.
1: So you fucked around and found out. Mm
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, no sympathy for her. I, I, mean, have, no, sympathy. I, have, sympathy I have sympathy for, for her family. family.
1: That's what I was going to say. Sympathy for her family. No
0: sympathy for her. None. She was trying to overthrow the government.
1: And then all these people like Marjorie Green and them were all trying to defend her. She was not doing that. She was actually trying to stop somebody else from going through the door, and, and they shot her. Bullshit.
0: No, she what? We saw the video. She doesn't we care. All... She
1: does nothing but lie.
0: What kills me is that these guys are gaslighting and trying to rewrite history in front of our eyes. We all watched what was happening live. I remember sitting on my couch in abject horror watching this go down. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were watching, We were watching. I think it was just the local news. We weren't even watching MSNBC or any of the yeah, other Yeah, because we were on just, our
1: way to Walmart.
0: And we got the Twitter notification that they, and that they breached the Capitol. on the radio the and, li-
1: and heard of listening to it about it when we got there.
0: Yeah, and then we came home and we're watching the... It looked like something that would happen in a third world country. It was insane. Yeah.
2: <laughs> you're doing you're, you're doing fine. Fine. You're
0: fine. It just cracks me up that every, like you guys have been in your rooms all day and we start the podcast and you both come out to make noise.
1: That's just because <laughs> my kids miss me and they want to see me. It has nothing to do with you.
0: Oh, my gosh. Okay. Matt Gates said at CPAC that if the government doesn't, quote, get back on our side, that they're going to defund and get rid of the FBI, the CDC, the ATF, the D- Department of Justice and, quote, every last one of them if they don't come to heel. What does that sound like to you, my darling partner? In crime. What does that sentence sound like? If they don't come to heal, we will end them.
1: Sounds like an idiot.
0: Sounds like a fascist to me. Yeah. Sounds like an absolute fascist.
1: Yeah, the whole party that wants to lower government control wants to use the government to control everything.
0: Over in uh, Memphis, Tennessee, they arrested a drag queen who was um, out in front of a YMCA protesting Bill Lee um, who dressed in drag himself when he was in high school. Um, <clears throat> the, but the governor, Bill Lee, over in uh, Tennessee, uh, was at a YMCA opening and uh, they had some LGBT people who were there protesting and one of them was dressed in drag. And Bill Lee didn't like seeing her out there and had her arrested. Violently. You should see the video. They were throwing her around. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, she was not resisting and they were still like making a big deal out of it. And then another person on their megaphone said Bill Lee is a fascist, and that's all he said, and they arrested him for that too. So apparently free speech is not free when you're in uh, Tennessee and you happen to not be a white Republican.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: And Bill Lee is an absolute fascist.
1: But come on, Dolly. She's trying to fight back saying she's going to shut every damn thing down she has in Tennessee because of them. Good.
0: Yeah, Dolly Parton is shutting down Dollywood last we heard. It's and Tennessee. I think
1: Disney ought to just close the doors, pack it up.
0: Move to a blue state.
1: Move to a different state. Fuck Florida. Well,
0: what what kills me is that um, DeSantis has been sitting there saying he's going to tell Disney what they're allowed to put out. What he took over was not the content of what Disney produces or anything to do with their park. What he took over was the infrastructure costs. He took away their special tax thing because right now or the way the way it was before before DeSantis took over is Disney had their own zip code. they were basically a city unto themselves right they paid for their own infrastructure they paid to have their own roads fixed they paid their own security system uh, security people they paid for their police force. Disney paid for all of this infrastructure to keep this part running so that the state didn't have to pay for it. But now DeSantis has taken over the infrastructure part. He has nothing to do with what Disney puts out. He can't tell them, oh, you're not allowed to put out this Disney movie. <laughs> Disney's going to look at him and go, fuck you. Right. The hell, we can't put out this Disney movie. We're going to put those, out whatever we want. Now,
1: all those costs are paid by the Florida yes. taxpayers. Now. He
0: took over the cost of fixing roads, paying for police, paying for firefighters, paying for anything that happens in that park. He now has to pay for using taxpayer dollars and we're talking the tune of billions of dollars that disney was shouldering themselves that now DeSantis has to use tax money to pay so he's gonna have to raise taxes in florida Mm -hmm. and which that's gonna be really funny when he raises taxes and and the boomers that live down there are like what what we have to pay more in taxes oh oh my god holy shit they're gonna freak out
1: they're not gonna freak out they're gonna keep voting for him
0: oh that's, that's oh, not that's me mine.
1: don't point at my phone
0: sorry that's mine I was the one smart enough
1: to turn mine off sorry Well, my, I can't I
0: had I had mine turned off but the alarm was not off Let's see
1: not my
0: fault and it's 8 o'clock and I but you
1: looked take... at me like it was my fault well
0: I, it's normally your fault
1: <laughs> it's never my fault
0: <laughs> when the alarm goes off it's normally your phone. <laughs> but uh, DeSantis is running for president in two years I'm sorry he's not going to be governor very long yeah he's running for president in two years um,
1: I can't wait to see how this is all going to plan out. This
0: is going to be funny. Did as you hell. hear what
1: what the Republican Party is doing though? What are they doing? Any like okay, the uh, when they have like the big primary debates, right. right? The only way they are going to allow someone up on the debate stage to run for president is that they all have to sign a legally binding document saying that they will fully and publicly support whoever wins the primary. (laughs) So to me, okay, you can look at that in different ways. It's that they're expecting Trump to win. Yeah. And they're saying DeSantis and all these other ones have to support him. Come out and say it, yeah. But what if Trump doesn't win?
0: What if DeSantis wins and now Trump is... Go-
1: Trump is not going to support no, him. No, he's
0: not. And he doesn't care about being sued. He's been sued constantly since he was in his 20s. Yeah. I mean, th- that's what he does. He-, he deals with lawsuits all the time. Lawsuits do not scare him because he just doesn't comply with them. Yeah, nothing happens. Nothing happens to him. So, yeah, that'll be, that'll be actually really funny.
1: But... I bet you Trump won't sign it. It'll come out that he wouldn't sign one. Yeah. But they'll end up letting him up there anyway. Since he was a former president, didn't really count for him, you know? Yeah. Special but you gotta let that orange treatment. buffoon up there anyway.
0: But seeing him and DeSantis rip each other apart during a Republican primary is going to be chef's kiss. That is going to be funny as hell. Because they're both evil. Trump and DeSantis are both evil. But Trump is dumb evil. And DeSantis is smart evil. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting... But but DeSantis doesn't have the cult of personality that Trump has. So it's going to be interesting to see how DeSantis tries to swoop all these people away from Trump.
1: See, I I just think... I I still think Trump has just really fucked up that Republican Party. Because... Yeah, they came out in huge numbers and voted for him. Right? Yeah, they did. If he doesn't win... The primary, a lot of those people that came out and voted... They're not going to vote. They're not going to waste their time to come out and vote. No. Oh, and if they do, they're going to hand right in Trump. Mm-hmm. Trump duck. Trump. Duck, Dabby duck. Donald duck, Trump. Sorry. Donald Trump. Yeah. Sorry.
0: <laughs> you weren't wrong with anything you said just now.
1: <laughs> I know, it was I just,
0: all still accurate.
1: I just keep hoping I see on the news one day that somebody just...
0: Mm, in Minecraft.
1: It would make me happy to see on the news that somebody tried to whoop the stupid out of him. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But do you know that they've had to... This this cult of personality thing, you know, um, secret service agents are supposed to be above that. You are in it for the job. You're not in it for the person. Um, You protect that person with your life whether you agree with their politics or not. Right. They have had to remove some Secret Service agents from Biden's detail because they were Trump supporters Mm -hmm. and they didn't trust them. Yeah. And that's scary. That's, that's, I mean, legitimately scary that somebody would be that invested.
1: Some of them were very publicly um, election deniers.
0: Yeah. And, I mean, like, you can't, you're a Secret Service agent, buddy. I mean, that's,
1: it just, I I just didn't realize that this country had so many stupid people in it, you know, because I didn't think, I, I obviously didn't think that people were dumb enough to get sucked in by his stupidity like they have. You know, okay, like, for instance, like, I saw a post today that somebody was saying, you know, I can't believe, like, in history classes, on all the buildup and stuff that led to Adolf Hitler becoming Adolf Hitler. Yeah. And it was like, man, I just can't believe these people just stood off to the side and watched this happen. And the guy was like, why is that hard to believe? You're doing it now.
0: Yeah, you're you're literally watching it now.
1: You're watching it now.
0: It's, it's because people don't want to believe that they themselves are... You know the ancient Chinese curse? May you live in interesting times? Mm-hmm. That's a curse. No. Fuck your interesting times. Let's go live somewhere by the beach where nobody bothers us, okay? Mm-hmm. Screw your interesting times. Nobody wants to believe that they are living in a moment in history that's going to fundamentally change the world in either a good or a bad way it's really hard to see when you're inside of it. Yeah. Now you can see it with 2020 vision, 20 years from now. You'll be able to look back on this and go, that was what caused what we're in today. But it's really hard to see it unless you are willing to look around and having that willingness to look around is really it's it's cognitively difficult for people to do because you have to be willing to go outside of yourself. And see things from other people's points of view. And that's one thing that we don't really teach people. We don't teach them in school. We don't teach them in their daily lives. We don't teach them... Parents don't teach their kids how to properly empathize with people. Empathy no. Empathy is a learned skill. It's not something that you have innately. I, I, don't, I don't think... I, th- I think you, maybe you have a little bit of it, but it has to be fostered and taught. And... <clears throat> empathy is just not something that we put a big we don't put a, a, a big what, what's the word I'm looking for?
1: Emphasis.
0: Emphasis on. And if you don't have the ability to put yourself in someone else's shoes and I'm talking white people trying to imagine what it's like to be a minority in this country. White people just don't do stuff like that. It's just, it's it's beyond us. It's not It's not something that we're ever taught. You can't and and and, you know okay i grew up in a very white part of the state in a very white neighborhood i cannot remember the first time where i had a friend who was a person of color growing up until i was an adult because i was not in those spaces and as a white person, I don't belong in those spaces.
1: See, that's funny because I was the exact opposite.
0: <laughs> right, but 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 you know, just just as, just the way I was raised, where we were raised, everything else. Yeah. Like I just I was never around people who were not like me, and so I lived in this big giant bubble, and I couldn't see things, I couldn't see things through the lens of reality because I had no way of putting myself in someone else's shoes because I didn't even realize the shoes existed. Yeah. And then I you got were very in a, sheltered. A very very sheltered. And then I got into college. I got a job where I was living away from home. I encountered people I had never met before. And I was like, holy crap. The world is not the way I was taught that it is. You know, in these insular little groups that don't interact with each other. It was completely different than the way that I had been raised. Completely different than the way that I had been taught. And I had to learn empathy. And it took me... God, a long freaking time for me to be able to look at somebody else's experience and go, your experience is exactly as valid, if not more valid than my experience, because you've lived it. And I should be able to look at your experience and go, yeah, that was hard for you in a different way than it would have been hard for me. Because my whiteness is not something that's holding me back. It's not something that people look at and judge me. And you know you hear people sit there and go why wasn't privilege growing up white privilege isn't real because i you know i had to work hard for everything i got okay great yeah you everybody works hard whatever what the fuck ever everybody works hard to get where they are at that's not what white privilege means white privilege means whiteness is not something that's holding you back and white people are just not taught that and it, it really, I think it does us a, a, dis, a disservice as a group of people to not be taught something like that because it allows us to put ourselves above everybody else and pretend that we're better. And what are you doing? <laughs> Stop. But anyway, <clears throat> that that's my, that's my tangent for the night. I just, I, I wish people were taught more empathy because you're seeing you're seeing the results of people in power who have no clue how to empathize.
1: Okay, well, I have a question for you since you've been around politics a lot longer. I have. I know that a politician's biggest thing is false promises. Yeah. A lot of false promises. Yeah. They they make promises that... I don't think they, like, intentionally say, I'm not going to keep... But they make these promises because they think that's what's going to get them the most votes so they can win. Right. But has blatant, obvious, intentional lying been around about stuff?
0: It really depends on who you ask. And the reason I'm saying that is because I became politically engaged In 1992, when Bill Clinton was elected to office, and my parents hated Bill Clinton. Hated him. And I remember listening to Rush Limbaugh talk shit about Bill Clinton, talk shit about Chelsea. She was 12. She was my age. And he called her a dog. I mean, just awful, awful stuff. And I remember my parents talking about all the lies that bill clinton told Mm
2: -hmm.
0: now if i go back now and i look at the things that bill clinton said or the things that bill clinton did or the lies that he told i can look back at those lies and i can say those are just politician lies those are just those are the things that you say to get yourself in office I'm going to cut taxes. I'm I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And then you get into office and you realize it's a lot harder than you thought it was. Because you have to make compromises with everybody along the way. And sometimes your stuff doesn't get done. So it turns what you said into a lie.
1: Well, see, because like I'm talking about like with the whole George Santos thing. Mm -hmm. And then...
0: And then Trump, I mean... The shit
1: that like even Marjorie pulled in Congress. When she was talking about the horrible fentanyl problem we have at the border. And I think it's funny because some of the stuff that she was talking about, Midas Touch used it as a campaign mm-hmm. uh, ad for themselves about, hey, thanks Marjorie for acknowledging that Biden administration is doing better at, se- at securing the shit at the border than what Trump did.
0: Yeah, because they're getting more of
1: they get, it. They're, they're catching more of it. They're catching, of catching it. more of it. That, you know? Thank you for acknowledging that. Yeah. You know? But then she was ta- talking about how this lady whose who kids... Her two her two kids were killed from fentanyl poisoning, mm-hmm. and and it's all because of this current administration's policies, border policies, and it's like just basically just throwing the deaths of these two kids right on Biden, saying mm-hmm. it was his response, it was his fault. And she just kept on and on, mm-hmm. but then she had this lady, these kids' mother, on there up there as well, mm-hmm. and she was talking about you know that's not what they thought they were. They obviously, they had had drug problems and they thought they were getting like Percocet or something Mm -hmm. like that and ended up getting fentanyl and dying from it. And that is tragic that her kids died. Yeah,
0: that's horrible.
1: But her kids died from this shit in July of
2: 2020.
1: Mm -hmm. Biden was nowhere near office at that time.
0: Nope. He did not assume office until January the 21st, 2021.
1: So I mean, it's like, and and what's funny is that somebody mentioned that in like a Twitter feed or something, right? And it's the somebody that was backing her up on it come out and said, well, do you think these people really care about your fact checking? It's like now they know they can just ball face intentionally lie and. These people are just going to believe it.
0: I don't remember.
1: What is that sound?
0: I don't know. It's. I think that's a ferret over there. She's eating something. Yeah, she's eating something.
1: Oh, that's but, what that's picking up. So, okay.
0: yeah, if you're hearing something weird on the cameras or on the on the microphones, no, it's not a if ferret
1: or anything on the cameras.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but um, I I honestly don't remember. The amount of lying back then that we're seeing now, and, and like you mentioned, George Santos literally everything about himself is completely 100% fabricated.
1: And, and, and for him to even come out and say, Well, I ran for this office two years ago and I didn't, and I lied about it then, and then nothing was done about it, so I figured I could do it again.
0: Yeah. I don't think anybody has invented themselves completely out of whole cloth the way that George Santos has done. And I don't think anybody has taken lying to an art the way that Trump did. But it completely depends on which side of the aisle you're on as to what you're seeing as lies. Um, because like I, mean, I,
1: I know both sides are going to stretch the truth and they're going to try to make things look the way they want them to look. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I saw this thing about Tucker Carlson talking about how they've got all this footage from January 6th, and they, they're they doing their own investigation on it, and they're going to release their findings about it here in a couple of days. They have like 4,000 hours worth of footage. 40,
0: 43,000
1: hours. Something like that, right? They're going to search through it and find about a good 10 or 15 minutes of it. Mm-hmm. Where there's nothing going on. Mm-hmm. And try to say, look, this is what it was all well, about. What,
0: what cracks me up is that Kevin McCarthy is sitting there saying, we're releasing this quote to the people, but they gave it directly to Tucker Carlson at Fox News, who is known to be a liar. He came out in court and said that he is a liar. He admitted under oath that he is aware of the fact that he is lying to people and doesn't care.
1: He did. Hannity did. Rupert Murdoch did.
0: They all said, And they're now being sued because you can't do that. <laughs>
1: But they've all admitted that they lie to people that it's all about money and profits.
0: And Tucker actually said if we don't do the big lie, if we don't lie about the election, OAN and Newsmax are going to lie about it and people are going to go watch them instead of watching Fox News. That's why he convinced Rupert Murdoch to go ahead and go through this big lie thing.
1: But But, I mean, and people are still going to tune into his show. And then just suck it up with a big fat sponge and believe everything this dipshit motherfucker says.
0: Even though he has come out in court and said, yes, I am aware of the fact that I am lying to people and I'm lying to them on purpose. Yeah. Because what he is saying is what they want to hear. They want to think that the Democrats are bad. They want to think that all these things happen. Because admitting anything else would take their knees out from under them. And and I kind of I kind of went through a, a little bit of that myself. Um, so we we've, we've talked a little bit on the show about the fact that I, I've been a deconstructing Christian for a while. Um, I've been taking my my views on Christianity and the things that I was taught growing up, and I haven't I haven't intentionally rejected them. That that was not the that was not the goal of the deconstruction. But what I'm doing is taking these things I, w- I was taught and looking at them through an objective lens and trying to examine them and, and, and decide if they're real or not. And you have to do that. You have to do that objectively. You have to do that. It's a really hard thing to do. Well, this part of the Bible doesn't make sense. Why doesn't it make sense? Can I make it make sense? Can I, you know, and all, all these things. And I can tell you that when I got to the point where I realized that none of it made sense it took my knees out from under me. Yeah. And I was untethered for a while. And I I was very, it was very difficult to deal with life because all of these things that I had believed with my whole heart for my entire life, I was saying, no, I can't believe them anymore. I, I have to reject them. I have to reject them whole cloth because they're not real. And that type of cognitive dissonance is a really, really difficult, difficult thing to do. It's, it's mentally, it's taxing, it's draining. Physically, it just wrecks you when you're taking something that you've believed your entire life and you, you've decided that this doesn't make sense anymore. And people just don't, they aren't ready to do the hard work of doing something like that. And so you've got somebody that's been a Republican their entire life and they've never looked critically at the things that Republicans do. Or you've got somebody that's been a Democrat their entire life and they've never looked critically at the things that the Democrats do. And let's say you've got somebody who, like me, was fed a steady, daily diet of Rush Limbaugh and never heard any other opposing sides. Or you've got somebody that all they watch is Tucker Carlson and they've never watched Rachel Maddow. Or even if they have watched Rachel Maddow, they've only watched her to see how wrong she is.
1: And well, like I know, like when I first started watching, like I, that's when I kind of started getting into politics and everything. Like, and I, I think I've even mentioned it on here before too. I had a lot of high hopes for Trump. You know, I really did, because now granted, I wouldn't have voted. I wasn't going to vote for him. Yeah. Hell no, because he's a fucking idiot. But I had hopes for him that maybe somebody coming in that wasn't already a politician could could do some good. Could do some good. Yeah. And, and I had a lot of high hopes for him. And with Rachel Maddow. God, if I turned on the TV and she was on, I'd immediately change it because mm-hmm. I fucking couldn't stand her because she just seemed so smug, smug and I just yeah
0: just snarky. I and, just yeah. ugh.
1: And then a couple times I actually started watching her. Then I'm like, fuck, this woman knows what the fuck she's talking about
0: because she brings receipts. Yeah, she backs up everything she says. Because she'll sit
1: there and say like, oh, okay, like she she would be talking about some politician or somebody saying, well, I didn't do this. That didn't happen. Then she'll show the video they have of this person doing that thing. Mhm. And then they'll somebody will mention something about the video. Oh, well, you're just taking it out of context. What? We showed the whole fucking video, dude. We saw you do this thing that you're saying you didn't do. Mhm. So I mean, it's just. Ugh,
0: I don't know. Well, I I actually put up a TikTok the other day that went a little bit mini viral. Um. About the fact that I blame Rachel Maddow for the way that I am now. (laughs) Because back when we lived in Waco, I used to go running at night. And in order to fuel my anger, (laughs) to get myself to a place where I could run many miles, I would turn on Rachel Maddow's podcast. And it would be her show from the night before, the Rachel Maddow show. And I would listen to it and I would just be so angry. And it would make me run faster and farther because I would be arguing with her just no you're wrong and the more i listened to her i was like fuck she's not wrong <laughs> and i ended up i ended up going from a hard right wing christian conservative into being what i am now which is like a leftist and i'm not saying i'm, I'm not saying a liberal on purpose because i'm not a liberal anymore because a leftist a liberal wants to work with you to come to common ground a liberal wants to compromise with you so that we can both get something that we want but we're ultimately going toward the greater good. That's a liberal. A leftist is like fuck you give me what I want I'm not making compromises because you're stupid that's a leftist. That's what I am
1: (laughs) That sounds more like you (laughs) Definitely sounds more like you
0: (laughs) If you go far enough left you get your guns
2: back
1: (laughs) It's like this dude I was listening to, I saw on TikTok earlier, he was like, said something about Zelensky saying something about American help or whatever, and then he was like, you know, instead of sending our kids over there to help fight your war, why not send us, you know, 40-year-olds that have these kids instead of them going, you know, we've already done some rounds in it, and then we'll go in their place. But let me tell you, if I get there, I'm not going to be going after the Russians, I'm coming after you. shut up you backwoods redneck (laughs) stupid shithead
0: and you know these shitheads that think that they could go over there and be all alpha male and everything the first time a bullet whizzes past their head they're going to curl up in the fetal position and start crying for mommy
1: See, all I can think about when I hear this stuff people talk like that on TikTok is the guy the comedian
0: (laughs) oh yeah the one that was talking about we need to have like like US government versus the militias
1: have have them tested out every year
0: all these guys that are sitting there, we need the Second Amendment so that we can keep and bear arms, so that we can defend ourselves against an unjust government. Okay, let's have a contest every year. Cletus and the boys with their AR fifteen. What do you say?
1: What two hundred members of the NRA two, versus two members? two guys from the military? <laughs> so I got AR fifteen, head to toe Kevlar, bulletproof Kevlar. What do you think your chances are? A fucking a million. <laughs> He talks to the military guy. So what are you working with? I got a, you know, it doesn't really seem fair, but, you know, I, I, I've got a drone.
2: <laughs> hellfire Equipped missile? with, like,
1: eight Hellfire missiles and a high-definition high camera. Oh, oh, we're started? Okay, well, we see all these guys. are all kind of grouped up. Um, you sure? We're starting? Pushes a button. Okay, yeah. They're all dead. <laughs>
0: I mean... That's what cracks me up. Your
1: AR-15 is going to stop that tank rolling down your fucking driveway, you idiot. <laughs>
0: that's, that's what cracks me up. All of these Second Amendment guys that are sitting there screaming about how they're going to rise up against an unjust government. Sit, sit, sit down. Just sit down. And shut up. We have the biggest fucking military in the world. And what you don't understand, yeah, there's one or two Trump military guys out there. There are people in the military who, who would back up the rebels. Absolutely. You are absolutely right. Yes. But 80% of the military is going to do what their commander tells them to do because they have been taken as an 18-year-old kid and they have had every bit of themselves broken down by the military (coughs) and built back up into what the military wants them to be. And they will follow orders. And if those orders are, go murder American citizens because they are uprising. That is exactly what will happen.
1: Like I saw there was one girl that was, she was in the military and she was posting a video. She's like, are you guys with your AR-15s I think you're going to do this next? She said, if you rise up and try to start a war against the American military, us, me, and your AR-15s, what do you think we're going to be bringing? Not AR-15s. Your AR-15 is not going to shoot down my Apache.
0: (laughs) No, it is not. And conservatives can identify as attack helicopters all they want. The military actually has attack helicopters and has no problem using them against you. Right. No problem whatsoever. There is a reason we have a law against using military force against U.S. citizens, and it's because the military would win. And they would win handily. I don't care how many of these aggroed up dumbasses you have that think that they can survive against the military.
1: Speaking of guns,
0: they can't do it.
1: When are you going to take me to the range? I, I keep, Fuck.
0: I keep forgetting. I was, um, well, let's see, what's next weekend? What are we doing next weekend? We have D and D next weekend, but we don't have anything on Saturday. Hey, talk for a minute. I want to check something.
1: <laughs> What are you doing? Checking to see if they're open. Uh-huh. They're open on Saturdays. There's two or three of them around here. I've already checked. I don't know what the names of them are, but they're like indoor ranges. I don't think they have any outdoor ranges here though. I haven't checked for that. I'd like to go to an outdoor range.
0: Okay, here we go. Here we go.
1: There's a couple of them.
0: This one's open tomorrow.
1: You pay so much an hour or something like that. I think at what it is. And you can like rent guns from there. But if you rent guns from them, you have to buy your ammo from them. But I'd like to take one of the rifles out somewhere to an open, you know, outdoor range and take a couple of handguns and go shoot for a little bit. Because it's such a good stress relief.
0: This guy doesn't have... Why does this not have a website?
1: I don't know. I hate the one that did it. Why are you asking me questions I don't know the answers to? Easy! <laughs> <laughs> I thumped her headset. <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was unacceptable. That sir. almost sounded like when you hit me in the forehead with that gel blaster.
0: <laughs> oh, my, That was so hilarious. Oh my God, that was funny.
1: A... <laughs> <laughs> oh, we need to get those
0: guns out and do that again tomorrow. It's supposed to be nice and pretty.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah it's been raining all freaking week here.
0: All right, here we go. Here's the range. Range info. This is an I'm indoor on. range. Yep. Ooh, it's only nineteen dollars for per per person. Okay, yeah, we can do this. Now it's an indoor range. It would be like for pistol shooting and things like that. Or you want to do something with like? See, I want to.
1: I want to be able to shoot my rifle though.
0: Okay, so it needs to be an outdoor range. So this one right here.
1: So like, I'd like to go find an archery range too. That'd be cool. I've always wanted to go to one of those to see. Okay, I'll call.
0: I'll call these guys tomorrow and see if we can work something out. Okay. But Yeah.
1: I think that'd be fun.
0: You either need to talk for a minute while I run to the restroom, or we need to wrap this up. We
1: even got the. We didn't even shot the twenty two pistol since we got it. No, we haven't. I haven't shot my Creed my six five either.
0: No, we haven't. And your spangly gun.
1: That's that's the Creedmore baby. Yeah. I, don't, I want to find somebody that can. They can paint it. Paint it.
0: So, this is so I dumb. Don't, I don't
1: want the American flag on anymore.
0: I know. And it's not that, like, I'm not... Look, I love my country. I really do. But Trump co-op, co-opted that flag and turned it into a symbol of hate. And it, I cringe when I see people with American flags on their stuff now. And I, I shouldn't feel that way about the flag.
1: You know what ruined it for me? That shot of him walking up to that flag and, like... Hugging it? Like, he was caressing it all. Just, like you just desecrated what's supposed to be the greatest flag in the fucking world and you desecrated it by touching it with your grimy, sleazy, shitbag of a human being hands.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: He ruined it.
0: hmm It just... It just... It makes me cringe. And when I see a thin blue line flag, it makes me cringe. I just... Like, I just can't. But I... It, I wish... <clears throat> well I that's, wish, that's
1: against flag code.
0: I know. I wish that I could find a thin blue line flag that I could put on my car so that if I got pulled over, it would look like I was supporting the police so that they would like leave me alone. But maybe the blue on, on the thin blue line is like made out of little pigs wearing little blue hats or something. You know, so it's so it's like Subtle. A thing. if you look at it real close, it's like a big fuck you to the Well,
1: police. back a long time ago when NRA was actually a decent place, uh, at least we thought it was, may not have been, uh, we had that...
0: We were NRA members. NRA
1: members, and we donated to a police fund. Yeah. And I remember a cop pulling me over for running a red light or something, and he walked up and saw that sticker and said, oh, thank you. And he walked back and just gave me a warning.
0: Yeah, exactly. If you if you if you can speak the shibboleths, if you can have the 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 patches, if you can have the accoutrement that show that you're supporting them, they'll let you get away with shit. But I don't want a fucking thin blue line car sticker on my car because I don't want anybody thinking that I support those bastards. A cab all day all day long. A cab. Sorry, that's a, that's another thing. Mm-hmm. Hey, can we talk about Einstein's wife?
1: Well, you said you had to wrap it up so you could pee.
0: Well, we've got a couple more minutes, uh, but right. I want to talk about something really cool. Go Einstein's on. wife is named Mileva Einstein Maric. She was married. She was his first wife. He divorced her. It is is no? It was Edgar Allan Poe that married his 13 year old cousin. I can't. We're remember not
1: talking it. about Poe. We're talking about just just well, get was, on with it. Come on. But
0: anyway, um, so Einstein, 80 percent of the work that he did. Like his golden And the years. reason I'm
1: rushing her, because I think this is fucking fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> i want to get to the good stuff. Come on. <laughs> so
0: Einstein has a period of time where he's coming up with all of these mathematical equations and all, you know, E equals MC squared and all of this just groundbreaking shit. 80% of his work was done when he was married to Maliva. He was known to say, I gotta have her with me. She does all the math for me. Like, he's known to have said that. And when he divorced her, all of a sudden he wasn't doing work anymore. And he was not coming up with all of this extra stuff. She is a, she was a brilliant physicist on her own. She got into school because they made a special exception for her because they weren't allowing women into the school she was at. But she was so fucking good that they made an exception and let her in. She married Einstein, did all of his work for him. He got all the credit for it because he said if they published their their work with her name on it, nobody would accept it because it had a girl's name on it. So they put his name on all of her work. And she is the reason that he is Einstein. Happy Women's History Month.
1: Right. I think that's cool as hell. Yes, granted, he was was an extremely intelligent and smart guy. But apparently he married up.
0: Yeah. You, yeah. But that's the thing. Women women have to do twice the work, twice as good as men, to get half the credit.
1: That Which makes me think about it, too. What, what is this? Have you been... Ah! I'm pulling my headset. You still hear me, though, right? <laughs>
2: yeah, I can still hear you. Okay.
1: The uh, deal, I've been seeing them, like, clips on different social medias, mm-hmm. right? And it's got um, Kevin Costner, and it's got Sheldon from... Big, Big Bang, Bang, Bang Theory in yeah. there. They work at NASA. Jim they work at NASA. Okay. Have You seen that? Those clips.
0: Is that that new movie that Jim Parsons is in?
1: Uh no 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 not the it's not a new movie I don't think, but it's it's got like the black lady that's there that's doing like all the math stuff for them. Okay. And they keep bringing her in. Oh yeah. What is that's, that? That's, what is that that's, show?
0: Um, that's Hidden Figures.
1: Okay, I want to fi-
0: see that. Yes, Hidden Figures is a great movie. It is about these three black women who worked for NASA in the 60s who basically got us to the moon, and they get zero credit.
1: Because, like, there was one part where she was she come back late from break, or she was gone for a while, she come back, she was, like, soaking wet. Yeah. And Kevin Costner, the boss, obviously, is, like, started getting on to her.
0: Like, why are you late?
1: Why are and you not said, here working? She said, I had to go to the bathroom. And said, well, it shouldn't take you that long to go to the bathroom. And she goes, well, I can't, there's no bathroom for me here in this building. I have to go down yeah. the street or whatever and do it there. And it was raining. And she and he was like, what do you mean you can't go to the bathroom here? And she's like, there's no bathroom for my kind here.
0: She said there's no colored bathrooms in this and So town. he, like,
1: you see him, like, pick up this baseball bat or a crowbar, and everybody starts following him. He goes into the hallway, and you see this sign that says white bathroom or whatever. And he, like, breaks the sign down off a wall, and he goes, there's no... Separate bathrooms for here at NASA. Yeah. And walks off. And I was like, I'm getting goosebumps. Like, that was a powerful moment for him. I
0: hope that that really happened. (laughs) But something tells me that's probably something they just put in the movie. I know.
1: but, But, But it goes back to the stuff I know we've talked about before. Is that in order for women or people of color to get rights. It's the people that have the rights currently that are willing to help fight for them.
0: Yeah. You have to have allies. Because
1: the colored people cannot go and fight for their own rights and get them. And women. The women can't. It, it took enough of these white men saying enough is enough. These people are people too. The allies, like you just said, mm-hmm. they they have to be the ones to agree to it.
0: Well, you, you look. I mean, look at slavery. It wasn't slave uprisings that... that Ended slavery. It was no. white people getting in the faces of other white people saying, we will not do this. This is immoral.
1: Well, see, I think the they did it because they knew if they did that, then that's the way they were going to win the Revolutionary War. But
0: Well, even even Abraham Lincoln said he didn't want to... If, if he could figure out a way to do it without releasing the slaves, he, he'd do it.
1: And he wanted to keep his. He wanted
0: to keep his. Yeah. I mean, the white people were... <laughs> terrible. But... Uh, <laughs> but but it took the people with the power to lend their power to people without power to equal up the playing field, yeah and you know you sit there and you wonder what you can do um, as as a member of history what what can I do? What is my role? Your role could be an ally, you know, but you you got to speak up, you got to say things if you if you hear.
1: Don't be afraid to speak up.
0: If you hear some dumbass at work telling an inappropriate joke that degrades women or that degrades people of color or that talks shit about LGBTQIA or somebody talking trash about trans people, Well, I told you about Joe and Tony
1: saying something to somebody at work one day that says something about trans. And I can still, in my mind, I can picture that moment when he says something And I wasn't really listening to him, but I just happened to stand up when he said that. And immediately, from whatever there was there's doing, Joe and Tony at work stopped what they were doing and looked right at me. Mm -hmm. And they had this look on their face like, oh shit. Yeah. He's about to get fired because he's going to beat the fuck out of this dude. But as soon as I stood up, Tony mentioned, hey... (laughs) Shay's got a kid in that community. Mom, I want to watch what you're saying.
0: And if enough allies stand up in defense of people without a voice, then those people will have a voice. Mm-hmm. And the bigots will be driven back underground where they need to be. But the fact is, and, and this this is this is one reason why I went from being a liberal to being a leftist. Liberals will put up with a certain amount of bullshit from the other side. As long as they can work with the other side, a leftist is like, "No, fuck you and your Felix. We need this is wrong, and we need to fix it, and we need to fix it by any means necessary." Yeah, no. and that that takes strong people being willing to not go to Chick Fil A because they support hate, uh, don't go to Hobby Lobby because they support hate, write letters to your Congress people, blow them up, uh, call them. Do whatever you can and be a voice for the voiceless because these people in power are actively oppressing groups. And just because they're not actively oppressing your group, give them time. Yeah. Because they always come for more. They always come for more.
1: That's very true.
0: There was a, a very famous, famous poem about the Jews during World War II. First, they came for the socialists, but I did not speak up because I was not a socialist. Then they came for the trade unionists, and I did not speak up because I was not a trade unionist. Then they came for the Jews, and I did not speak up because I was not a Jew. Then they came for me, and there was nobody to speak up for me.
2: Yep.
0: You have to stand up and use your voice because eventually you will be the one in trouble, and And there will be nobody around you to speak up. I'm sure
1: one of these days is probably going to, probably gonna get my ass whooped (laughs) but that's a good reason to get your ass whooped I'm gonna fight for the rights of the people I mean when I hear it I say something yeah I mean I I try to be careful because really the only time I'm around other people is at work Mm -hmm. so I'm careful about how I say something at work because I don't want to lose my job over this shit Mm -hmm. but I will just straight up say hey You never know who you're talking to. Maybe she just shut up.
0: I have to be real careful at work because one of my bosses uh, idolizes Andrew Tate and likes to talk about stuff like that, that, that Tate talks about. Yeah. And I have to be real careful because as a woman in the environment that I'm in, I can't speak up because I will get in trouble for it like I will get yeah. discriminated against for speaking up and using my my voice so I need people like Thomas here who are willing to get in between me and the guys that are willing to use their power against me to stand up and say no this is not right and I speak up you better believe I speak up and and, and it's it's gotten me in a bad position where I'm not one of the most liked people in the office because if I hear somebody saying something inappropriate, I'm like, that is fucking inappropriate. You need to cut that shit out. And it's it's gotten me... It, it hasn't gotten me in trouble, but it has gotten me in situations where people will avoid me.
1: Well, I, 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 keep, I'm avoided... And that keeps
0: me from being in the little in-groups.
1: I'm avoided a lot of work, too, but it's for different reasons.
0: Yeah, well, people think you're a big, scary trucker, so... <laughs>
1: Well, they're all truckers. Everybody there's a trucker.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but you're the big scary one. (laughs) I didn't even keep notes on what we talked about tonight. It's going to be interesting trying to remember.
1: (laughs) You had notes. You just closed your notebook.
0: But we didn't talk about hardly any of the stuff that I had in my
1: notes.
0: (laughs) We just kind of went on That's good, though, because we're in an hour and six minutes. That's usually
1: how we do. We have a few little things to talk about, and we always say, shit, we don't have enough to talk about. And then we end up finishing what we're doing, and only talked about about a very small percentage of the few things that we did actually have written down.
0: <laughs> That's okay though. <laughs> all right. Well, we're gonna call this we're gonna call this quits for now. No Thank work. you for joining us. This has been a fun podcast tonight. It went all, went by a whole lot faster than I thought it would.
1: But next week, I know you got more politics. I, I really wanna. We, we got to do better at making notes during the week. Because I don't want to get back into politics. I don't
0: want to talk. This is not a politics podcast. We are not pundits. I don't want to talk about just politics. But it just seems like when I went on my Twitter feed, when I went on my Reddit feed, when I went on a Facebook, that's all that was there tonight. <laughs> so that's all I was making notes on. So, but anyway. Alright, so um, we're going to call it quits quiz tonight. Thank you for joining us on the Shays Lounge. Joining us? us? Joining us. Joining us. Joining um, us. You can reach out to me at CricketShay.com. S-H-E-A um on um Twitter, on Facebook, on TikTok. I have the Transparent Transparent on TikTok. Um that you can reach out to me there as well. Um but uh Yeah. Give us some feedback. Let us know what you'd like us to talk about. And we love you.